Today on ABCD, though, what I must do. Welcome to ABC Devo, the only podcast where we examine every single Period. song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension all the way to a wiggly world. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm John Ingle. I'm Joe Mazel. I'm Pete the Retailer. And today we're talking about What I Must Do from 1982's Oh No, It's Devo. All right, so don't keep us in suspense, Tom. What must you do? Well, I got to sit here and talk with you guys about what I must do from 1982's Oh No, It's Devo. Mm. And uh, then I'm going to go upstairs, probably eat a bowl of cereal, uh, maybe do any leftover dishes, uh, probably watch too much TV, and then go to bed. You're a night cereal guy, huh? Mm. Uh, Sometimes. Night cereal, not cereal. I got to do it not too early in the evening because then I just fall right to sleep. And then I miss the second half of Jessica Jones. And then I have to rewatch it the next day. It's a whole thing. What uh, what kind of cereal are, are we talking? Uh, my son sort of drives the uh, the cereal content of the house. So there's a lot of uh, we just got through the monster cereals. Uh, right now, I think there's some Fruit Loops up there, mm-hmm. and uh, some Life, good old fashioned Life, and a couple of versions of Chex. I think some cinnamon and some corn Chex. You know, when I first lived alone, when the first time I lived alone, the two things that I was shocked at the actual prices of were laundry detergent and cereal. <laughs> yeah. Like, but why are these things so expensive? Cereal will be suddenly cheap sometimes, I've noticed. Like, it's really prohibitively expensive sometimes. And then suddenly a Target will have a box for two bucks. Like, how yeah. can you do that? But then that's when I always get it. So I was, I was looking for the Monster Cereals in Target today, and I didn't... Uh... Didn't come across them, but I could. I would totally kill for some Frankenberry right oh, now. Oh, they, yeah. they had them on display in, in our Target. <laughs> <laughs> and our, the Halloween part of their Halloween thing was to have all those. Are you uh, Atlantic Center Target, Pete? Yeah. Okay. Why? <laughs> Maybe I'll go get some when I go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Well, this where you can be real cheesy. Hmm. Let, me, let me ask you guys: Do you guys ever eat Crispix cereal? Do you sure. remember Crispix? Yeah, yeah. Times two. Yeah. 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 I miss it. Wasn't it a combination of rice and basically a combination of rice and wheat checks? It was like the uh, each it was side like a, was two different types. It was like Othello game pieces, but made out of rice <laughs> and corn. Yeah. Are you saying you played Othello with your cereal? I did. Yeah. Never made it through a game. <laughs> I, think I, was, I think I was eating Crispex when I found out John Lennon got killed. <laughs> I'm wow. sure. I know I made a bowl of cereal, went into the into the room, and my dad was watching the morning news, and they were. There were people putting uh, flowers down hmm. uh, on the sidewalk, and I think I was just crunching away at some crisp packs going, like, who's, who's that? Two-sided like cereal? Five. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, might be, I might be predating crisp packs. That was 1980. I don't know if it goes back that far. But I don't think I it was that old. But, uh, yeah. Oh, really? You know, suddenly, like suddenly I really want Fruity Pebbles. I don't think I ate Fruity oh, Pebbles so when I. I was a child. But I it seems like it would be really good right now. I think I discovered those in my 20s, actually, mm, being like yeah. a, you know, slob, just, you know, well, like, frank, you know, fr- uh, fruity pebbles with like whole milk and maybe, maybe some heavy cream. <laughs> just wow. Well, I was going to say the fruity pebble rice krispie treat is like in a whole different, Ooh, oh, yeah, a different level there. God. 
That's the best way. I'm not the biggest fan of fruity cereal, but uh, that is great. I love my that. son uh, actually rejected those recently. I got him some fruity pebbles, thinking I was the best dad in the world. And he's like, "Nah." Did you explain to him stuff. that your name was Fred Flintstone and you had to say that you ate fruity pebbles every day? I think I didn't. Was, I stopped talking to him. That was Barney Rubble, I think. Yeah, well, he, clearly Tom is not Barney Rubble, so oh, he would have true. to be Fred He's, Flintstone. Yeah. <coughs> um, let me just update here that Crispix was introduced in 1983. Yeah, I was going to say, um, so what was I eating when I... Was, I know I was eating a crunchy cereal. It might have just been Chex. Might have been Chex. Maybe you were eating Crispix when um, Vic Morrow died on the Twilight Zone movie. Oh, there you go. No, that's, that's too be. late. That was 81. All right, listen, I'm just trying to help you out. 82, sorry, summer of 82. Mm. Um, All right, boys, let's get to work. Specifically, it was Kellogg's was trying to uh, compete with checks, and that, that's mm. where Chris Bix came from. They're like, what can we do? That, that totally was their part sense. to the uh, Cold War. Um, checks can also be used to make a chocolate snack called Checks Muddy Buddies, also known as Puppy Chow. Oh. oh, that stuff's good. No, wow. Many, my mom makes it. Uh, for Christmas, I think it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. Can't remember which. But anyway, what are we talking? What is the show? The cereal. Hey, we're talking cereal? about what I'm. Is this do. podcast called Cereal? Because I think that would make us. <laughs> we're gonna be rich. <laughs> oh my god, guys, we've hit it big. Well, hey, speaking of uh, uh, sp- speaking of uh, John Lennon getting shot, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep going. Um, do you? Uh, um, Masterminded by the Red Skull, as we learned in Captain America 292, I believe. Mm-hmm. Person. Of course. Um, different uh, shooter, different assassin, or wannabe assassin. Uh, I read something that said that this was this song was about uh, John Hinckley Jr. Another John Hinckley? Really? Not, huh. n- not remember, uh, you know, I Desire is written by him, essentially. But the, mm-hmm. this one, I, I read something kind of supposing that this is uh, about him and, and kind of a POV. Um, mm. And I don't, I don't know that I get that. I mean, I think this ties into, again, this, this is like the same theme. It's interesting. That they're strung together with a little, a little break for watch us work it. But the last couple of songs, like uncontrollable urge and triumph of the will, uh, like they're all hitting on the same theme of just like, yeah, I, I lizard brain is telling me to do something. What's that lizard yeah. brain? Now dance, dance, dance. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> um, I'm not a creep like you. Now, where did you read that the song was about? Hinkley? I don't recall. Mm. It's interesting reading. Needed. I just went through the lyrics real quick, and and from what I know about that whole situation, I, it could make sense. The plan and plot part, mm. from what I understand, was was probably more other people. Which is interesting. Uh, might get us in trouble if I talk about that too much on the podcast here. But um, but uh, I was reading a lot about that recently. That Hinckley was just kind of a nut. He was just kind of a well-known mental uh, mental case. I don't want to say it that way, but like mentally, he had mental health issues, and everybody knew it. And that his family uh, and the Bushes were good friends, oh, yeah. and Boy. they they that's a fact. And uh, and Hinckley's brother was actually like slated in his social calendar to have dinner with the older Bush 
brother, not Jeb. What's the other one's name? I can't think of his name right now. The next night, the night after Reagan got shot, he was going to go have dinner. So they had like, a lot of ties down in Texas. And that uh, some people think that they just kind of like sent the old nutcase, kind of mm. made, made the situation such that it seemed like a good idea for him to perhaps go shoot Ronald Reagan. Yeah, we should like really. I, said, I think this. I just got us all in big trouble by. <laughs> yeah, we right. should really keep this on the dark web, ABC Devo. Right. Yeah, let's, yeah, we might have to put that over there, guys. Sorry for sorry for everyone listening to this. It's so hard to find. Mm. Um, this one yeah. had to be over. But anyway, it's interesting stuff. I, I find that kind of stuff pretty interesting. I'm not sure how much of it I believe, but it also kind of makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know we were going there. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. know where to. Um, well, here, let me uh, let me throw in a I have another note here. Um, let La! there you go. Uh, nice. This is our last. Oh no, it's Devo. Oh my God! Oh, the oh no! Speaking oh, no. of uh, uh, I Desire, same album. This is the last time we're hitting this album. This is uh, this is it. What I must do is alphabetically last on uh, hmm. from Oh No. Um, and, uh, I had a, another note kind of, uh, out kind of extra, ter- extra terrestrial, extra textual reference of sorts. I, I've never seen it directly referenced, but, um, I know that they were Devo fans and covered Devo and all that. But, uh, it's in this song, in this song, they say, uh, it was a thing as loud as love. And then, uh, Soundgarden had an album called Louder Than Love. Oh, and then they also covered "Girl You Want," and they're you know like they're they're very they were into the whole thing. Uh, so I'm wondering if that's a direct reference, like this huh. thing as loud as love. That was louder than love. But that concept of a thing as loud as love is a good. Uh, I, I think about that a lot. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a good thing. That's a different song. Right. Yes. By the fine young cannibals. But the um. Uh. I don't know that that concept of there's a lot of like I always forget about this song in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, what I do? And like, I I think about the, you know, I I guess I hear the chorus, but I forget like about like it's got a little bunch of interesting little musical nibbles and a, uh, like lyrically, there's some interesting things going on back there. I agree. Hmm. It it is not just a sort of. Um, Generic rhythm in the background. There's a lot of like weird little synthy stuff going on. Um, it has that. I don't know why I like in the last couple of episodes since I've been in this big uh, Devo proto fascist kick, but there is a sort of like march to the way the lyrics are delivered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like there is, a, I guess, for lack of a better term, and uh, you guys are far more versed in the band than I am. There's almost like a craftwork vibe to it. Mm. Like I can see you sort of, you know, like, like I listen to the music of the song, and I hear and I see in my brain like industrial engines pumping. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can sort of get that. I must. Something a little bit anthemic about the way they're singing. Yeah. Yes, anthemic. There's the word. Sort of see them around a bar or something with their beer steins. (laughs) 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 I must do what I must. And they're just doing it as a big like thing. 
uh, no one else in the bar looks at them. Kind of. Yeah. yeah maybe. Stone cutter. Maybe even a little bit more like 1920 German. Steve Gutenberg is a member of Devo? Mm-hmm. I thought we already covered this with uh, one of those off yeah. the air. Oh. That was Green Room Talk. Spirits of something? What was that one? All the ghost movies. High All Spirits. The... High Spirits. That's a wicked goose with heart and soul. No. Was that heart and soul? Was that what it was? Hearts and soul, I think. Hearts and soul. I think, <laughs> soul. Right. I think one of them was four, plural. Four people killed in a bus accident and haunt the body of Robert Downey Jr. That's what yes. it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a good place to haunt. Very popular. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I mean, you know, he's uh, he's got the best of everything these days. It'd be great to haunt that guy. Sure. Ride around in his fancy car, eat all his fancy food. Yeah, Mr. Anyway, Hollywood. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> Fight the Mandarin. Success. Have fun, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I hope you love. Hope you're happy. Hope you have fun with your life. <laughs> no. Good one. Seemed like you weren't going to have fun with your life, and then you did. Turned it around, didn't you, Robert Downey Jr.? What a comeback, huh? Hot shot. I don't know why I'm talking kind of like a strange group, like the McKenzie <laughs> brother. <laughs> see, see, pal. Beauty. <laughs> yeah. Come back, kid. <laughs> uh, here, I'm reading the lyrics again now. I'm, I'm thinking. Here's, here's some evidence in the, uh, in the Hinkley case, <laughs> guys. I just got some evidence in the Hinkley case. <laughs> Wait a minute. Broke the on? case. He's already been released. You're on the books. All you know, all the other, all the stuff about just kind of you know it, it, having this you know essentially uncontrollable urge or you know being able to kind of struggling with it. But I, uh, I must do what I must do, and I do though I know better. I must do what I must do, even though he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's not you know even though oh. I'm going to get it, and it's not you know even though like even though he's going to get it, and who's the he? It's mm. President Reagan. Yeah. Must, be, must be Ronald Reagan. Or Joe Mazel having the 4.30 movie on Channel 7 being interrupted for President Gate Shot, and therefore seven year, six or seven-year-old Joe Mazel not being able to watch the Adam West Batman movie. Oh. No. I think that's the real tragedy of that situation. It is. Yeah. I mean, everybody else was fine, day. right? The- the good yeah. news was all the kids, me and all the my friends in our neighborhood, played Reagan getting shot that afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> we went out and we were like, "Okay, you be the secret service agent that jumps out in front of them, and you be Reagan." And, and we did that. We really did. <laughs> and and, wow. and start to repair an anti a gun control bill. <laughs> yeah, Jim Brady. Got to be somebody's got to be Brady. Jim Brady, not Bill Bradley. Like another. Yeah, it was Brady, right? Brady yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely correct. I was absolutely wrong. Um, Bradley was the another was the shocking moment. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. That was another shocking moment from childhood television was seeing his head just pouring blood out of it <laughs> on the news. Do you remember? That? I was just like, "What did I just see?" I couldn't. Yeah. He used to show the the crazy stuff on the news when I was a kid. I guess they probably still do. It's just not as crazy anymore. Right. The world, yeah. whole world's gone crazy. Yeah, that's true. The system's out of order. Um, I don't really have a specific memory of that. I mean, I do, but I don't. But I do. Like I remember well, it I being a thing. Specific but... memory. Hmm. Well, I gave you my specific memory. Yeah. It all has to do with me not being able to watch Batman. Right. Well, I understand why you would remember that. But I, I don't. Remember sure. I, sure. I don't... Tom was already in college or something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was interning for the paper. The and somebody came in. They're like, "Stop the presses." <laughs> I read it the next day in the Washington Post, like 
anybody else. Hmm. I actually do remember coming home from school and my mom's watching the TV and she's like, oh my gosh, you hear about the person? I'm like, yeah, I really have to pee, mom. <laughs> I just really had to pee. I just walked all the way from school. You're like, no, what's this about a president? Yeah. One thing at a time, mom. Wait, we live in a democratically elected country? What? Huh? <laughs> Every four years, huh? Collective. Um, so yeah, I must do what I must do. It's just called what I must do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's here in the alphabet at this point. Oh, we cracked that nut. Yep. Um, <laughs> So what do we uh, what do we do with this? What do we what do we think about it? How uh, what must we do with this? What do we do with what I must do? Also, uh, what do you do with a drunken sailor? Also, if anybody could tell me how to solve a problem like Maria, that would be helpful. Oh. Well, let's first things first. Let's uh, talk about what we must do with what I must do. Mm -hmm. I give it a B. I'm giving the song a B. Yeah, I like it. I like the synthy stuff that's going on. I think it's got this nice kind of complexity in the background. I'm not sure I love the anthemic lyrics. It, it kind of feels slightly minor on this album, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. While being a good song, it feels like a sort of a, 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 a what's the digression, I guess, maybe is the word for it. But that's not bad. Uh, it's good for the album, but... As a song, as an individual song, I might not listen to it a ton, but I like it enough to give it a B. So there you go. That was my explanation. I think I agree with that B, and I share that B with you. Um, so I feel share like... a B with me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a B when you know. Without a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, this B doesn't have a buzz. Is that cool? Is that all right? Yeah, I guess. Does it still fun. count? Okay. I know you're really talking about yeah. Pete. <laughs> oh. I'm talking about um, you know. After lunch, but before dinner, and backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, when I think of this song, I think, oh, yeah, it's something I'd probably skip from Ono with Steve-O. But then when you are forced to listen to it for a podcast, you're like, oh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, like you were saying, Pete, there's stuff going on in there mm-hmm. that's cool that you might not think about originally. and uh, But it's there, and it's cool. Yeah, all the synthy stuff, all the little kind of bits and pieces that are happening. And make it a B. Hmm. You know, I'm going to go a little bit higher and give it a B plus. Not, you know, not that I disagree with what uh, what you cats are saying, but, um, you know, it's the last Oh No, It's Devo album. And I guess the big revelation I've had from uh, doing this podcast is that I like Oh No, It's Devo a lot more than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And completely... <laughs> completely happy listening to this song and our uh, research for this podcast and yeah i'm gonna go b plus i think it'll make me happy to do so yeah i um i agree with joe i think i'm going a little high i'm going to be the b plus route um because nice. I, I do forget about the song and it was a pleasant surprise listening to it to in study um for this episode i was like oh yeah i forgot about that that is a good song um almost kind of the opposite of of uh, what we were talking about with Triumph of the Will, where it was just like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to like this song necessarily, but I do. <laughs> uh, it's not, not that it's a throwaway, but somewhere in, it, I found some meat in the filler. There's no Indeed. filler. It's all Devo. But... There's right. some steak with that sizzle. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll also go B+. All right. 
There we go. Yeah, we can okay. see eye to eye on that. B list. Yeah, we got a B list. B list. B side playlist song. B side playlist song. That's of course <laughs> the uh, the B side playlist in uh, Spotify where we're compiling. All the, the uh, A list songs that get A's, the songs that get B's, they're on a separate playlist over there. I just drove around listening to the uh, to the A list uh, playlist. Oh, nice! A day or two ago, and uh, my daughter uh, thinks she kind of liked it, and then she asked if we could listen to Frozen. So mm. it's all right. It's the way it goes. <clears throat> right, you're getting there. Uh, but if we make a playlist off of uh, what I must do in Spotify, make a radio station, song radio. You could hear that I was already building that up before. What's that? Or maybe you couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doing what I must do. I'm sorry. I wasn't. Uh, um, well, I already did it. Didn't you hear me using my compu- computation and robotic machines? We thought you were having a fit of some sort. We try not to talk about it. Yeah. Ah, all right. Well, it's just his way. Very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now now I'm a little bit hurt. Oh. Oh. I appreciated this Spotify sound effects. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that I don't see you guys throwing in sound effects for Spotify. No. Um. Well, I, I will throw some stuff into the Spotify. I threw what I must do into the Spotify, and it gave spat back a list. And next up on that list is uh, Tour de France uh, Tapitou uh, <laughs> Craftwork. <clears throat> hey, uh, hey, how about that? Who called it? You did say well, that. You did, you did it. call it. Uh, followed by Genius of Love, Tom Tom Club, uh, V13, Big Audio Dynamite. I think Big Audio Dynamite, has, Dynamite hasn't been around. Uh, Big yeah. Audio Dynamite. Huh? That's something I've never said before. <laughs> <laughs> they have been around, though. They, They've been, they've been around though. They've bounced around this entirety of this podcast, which makes me think I should listen to a little bit more uh, Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah, maybe. I used to listen to them a lot, and then I stopped. Maybe it's time to go back. Maybe it is. Maybe uh, it's time to. The next one uh, is uh, "Angst in My Pants" by Sparks. It's always time for Sparks. Hey. Yeah, which is the other oh, band Sparks. I have to uh, really invest yeah. in. You do. Yeah, before really we start do. our Sparks podcast, you better. Yeah. No, really. <laughs> Um, Although I could be the Sparks neophyte for that podcast. Oh, there you, you go. go. Oh, that's true. That's an angle. There's your hook. Um, well, all right. So everybody, say goodbye to Ono and Stevo. Oh, so long, jokes. And uh, never listen to it again. That's true. Um, and then uh, we got another what and a when next week. I won't tell you which one is which and which one is what. When <laughs> when we're gonna do it? We are gonna do. I'll tell you when oh. we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Uh, on Tuesday, um, I think there's a uh, there's a weekend mutation coming up this weekend. I know I say that all the time, but who knows? It might be true. Um, go check us out on uh, Patreon.com/slash/ABCDevo, and you can uh, have access to all of them. For now's the time. Swoop in, just pay for like one month and listen to all of them, and then you know quit again. We're cool with that. You're still giving sure. us like six bucks or whatever. I could use it. Yeah, we're here for you. Um, that way Joe doesn't have to read in the dark. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, go do that. Come back here on Tuesday. We'll be here with a new ABC Day. So, Tom, are you sad that uh, you're never going to listen to your favorite song, Speed Racer, again? Because we're done with it. No, it's Steve-O.
I can listen to it whenever I want. I'm going to eat it or listen to it while I'm eating uh, uh, well, Rice Krispie Treats you, with uh, Fruity Pebbles. You poor man. Mm. You think you eat records when you want to listen to them. Sometimes I do, and then I have to rebuy them, and I'm, I'm keeping the music industry alive. You're one of the good ones, Taylor. Thank you.